A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. End of a long week. Happy to talk about comic books with my friend. There's no hatred in this episode. There's no Marvel DC divide, I've decided. <laughs> is, is this a love episode? Are we, are this we is a love episode. back together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the start of summer. Things are starting to look up. Everyone gets a bit more sunshine in their day. I give it Why up not? to maybe four minutes. <laughs> hey, it, that depends entirely on the character you've picked, my friend. <laughs> well, look, as I said, you normally, um, because this is, we talk about comic book characters, you normally yeah. talk Marvel characters. I normally I talk DC characters. Um, and last week you talked about one of the worst Marvel characters of all time. And you couldn't say it out about all of them because some of them are very good because there's now no more hatred. Thank um, you, my friend. I appreciate <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> big wheel was his name big wheel um, he's the worst character with the biggest wheel yeah literally i cannot take it away from the man that he has the biggest wheel in marvel that's all i'm gonna say and i will yep. not say anything negative further because we are now on a positive stroke um i don't like Sean, this <laughs> <laughs> there's no meat <laughs> we can't get 52 weeks out of this um, so what, are, what are we doing here <laughs> Um, but uh, if you are interested, we have also got a few movie reviews coming out recently, and we Do recently we? reviewed Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi over at our Ooh, Patreon. If you want to check that out, one of my personal favourites, everybody. Because yesterday was May Fourth, and just in time, we had a Star Wars review all lined up and ready to go. Uh, so it's if like you it's want planned to or something, Connor, <laughs> almost it's like right. we had a meeting beforehand, and we're like, "What should we do for May the 4th <laughs> 
so uh, you've probably seen it on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. The videos kind of got out promoting it. But like, if you want to check out the full review, that is on over on our Patreon there. We've also reviewed like, I don't know how many Star Wars movies reviewed now, but we've also reviewed a whole bunch of other movies. We've done all but, the yeah. prequels, definitely. And I think we've done, we did nine on the show and then we did yeah. eight on the Patreon. Yeah. So we have I, I think four of them? We haven't done four, five, six or seven. Because those are objectively the good ones. <laughs> They're objectively the boring ones. <laughs> um, so, Sean, what I decided to do was, uh, what I've been doing for the last few weeks, in terms of the reports at Hero Zero, is as I'm you know, in. I'm... Oh, years. Years. <laughs> um, what I've been doing is I've been picking characters that obviously very strong links to a certain thing happening in the world at this time. Now, I chose an Easter bunny, or I chose yep. a bunny around Easter bu- Easter weekend, and then, what did I choose last time? <laughs> you chose uh, the, the Floronic Man because of 420. 420. And it was 420. But Sean, it's getting tougher. (laughs) (laughs) What else is going on in the world right now? This new plan I had. Are you doing a Cinco de Mayo themed hero? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, no, I think you're going to like this link, right? It's, oh, it's the best one. So I've almost given up on this idea three weeks in, but we're going to power through because May 2nd, Sean, and you might not know this. But May second right. is actually The Rock's birthday, um, <laughs> and so is it now? <laughs> so I've already done Black Adam, so that ruled yeah. him out. That annoyed me. But then I thought, what if because it's May fifth, pretty close, almost like the same week as the birthday. Just spare with me, Sean. What the, the link hell? is here. What is it's happening? Loose. It's loose. Why did I I've pick this week to get rid of the hatred? <laughs> I was really happy that you did because this week I've chosen a character from DC whose powers involve moving rocks oh my Jesus because it's close to Dwayne Johnson's birthday and his wrestling name was The Rock I see no problems yes that is exactly I see only I, I see only dollar signs right now Connor <laughs> I told you it was getting difficult. How are we going to market this show? (laughs) (laughs) What's going to happen? Ah, but Sean, here's what I've cleverly done is I've actually also linked it perfectly in line with one of the most famous comic book stories of all time in terms of DC Comics, um, which you've probably heard of, known as the Judas Contract, because I am going to be doing Terra. A character from the Judas Contract series, written by right. Marv Wolfman and George Perez. Wolf, so Marv Wolfman, Wolfman from Big, Big Wheel fame. <laughs> I'm back in. I'm back on board, folks. <laughs> um, so, have you ever... Do you know much about Terra? Uh, he is... Okay, so in Kingdom Hearts, it's Birth by Sleep... But it's Tara Markov. Okay. Right, okay, no. Then, then no, it's a different okay. Terra I'm thinking of. Um, so, well, Tara Markov, um, there's two different versions distinct for... I'm not going to do any of the new 52. I'm just going to mostly base this around the character, first iteration, and the one that appeared in the Judas Contract. And secondly, I'm going to do it the comic book version, because there's actually, in the Teen Titans animated show... 
Tara is actually in that as well. And it's a really heartbreaking, lovely story. She's in it for five episodes. It's like a five episode long arc and they do it really, really, really well. Comic book Tara is an absolute fucking dickhead though. So that doesn't have a lot of the softness or like um, the the 3D character. Mostly just a dickhead. (laughs) Just a, on the surface a prick and then you could dig beneath because the surface. Because cartoon version is like a, a troubled person who's just like really down on their luck. And just like, needs some help. Just needs some help. Comic book version, no, not at all. But uh, to start us off, Sean, I know you've seen Young Justice. This comes up in this oh, big time. Um, cover to cover, front to back. <laughs> Do you know the Kingdom of Markovia in the DC comics? Do I ever not know what that is, Connor. <laughs> Where's Doctor Doom from? Latveria. Right, so basically Markovia is Latveria in DC. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> I knew this is how we talk Easy. to him. <laughs> this is how we talk to him, right? So it's just a made-up country in the middle of Eastern Europe. Um, okay, cool. And the king of Markovia, um, they, everyone who's royal in Markovia has the superpowers to do with uh, rocks. They can move rocks. They have those powers. Uh, it's like right. passed down generation to generation. And the king of Markovia, um, they have a royal family. And th- their son is also known as Geoforce, who is a hero in the Young Justice season three. Yeah, season, season three. three yeah. Uh, I didn't show up. <laughs> I think it's season three. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been season one you were like yeah season three yeah yeah it's definitely <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst um, yeah, Geoforce who's in that show um, but not only do they have a son called Geoforce he can also move rocks but the king of Markovia he was a bit of a devil shot because Ooh. he he ma- he didn't just enjoy the queen's company he enjoyed a few people's company um, some of his friends and colleagues, was it? Some of his friends and colleagues, yes. Because the King of Markovia had an affair, which wrote, resulted in him having an illegitimate daughter named Tara Markov. Um, right. Now, King doesn't like this. Doesn't like the fact that illegitimate child. So not the Queen look doesn't good. like it either, to be fair. Yeah, it's not going to look good. Royalty only wants inbred kids. They do not want kids from outside. The only place. way to preserve the bloodline. <laughs> Everyone tune into the coronation of Kevin. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> We're Irish. We're allowed to do this. Right? <laughs> um, have you ever seen that uh, comment that was uh, in, I think it was in the Irish Independent or the Irish Telegraph or something? And it was like living in Ireland with the royalty in England is like um, you have a next door neighbour who loves clouds and yeah. is always talking about clouds and has loads of pictures of clouds everywhere and they're always just like why don't you like clouds and then you just remember that your grand- great granddad was killed by a clown <laughs> yeah so they keep talking about it like it's the best thing ever <laughs> <laughs> basically that right um, that was printed in one of our newspapers that is that is the vibe that's a that's, um, a, that's a published work right there folks <laughs> yes, that got the go ahead um, well the king decided that it would be best to send Tara away to the United States get her out of Markovia to prevent his public image from being ruined nice man Nice man did everything he could for his actual biological daughter. <laughs> she uh, she did inherit the earth-moving powers, similar to Geoforce, her brother. And with, yeah. a do- with the help of a doctor named Helga Jace, uh, Terry gained control. How much the doctor helped Terry in gaining control hasn't really been explained much. Uh, neither of which was the pro- process to do it. But 
uh, Terra basically got her powers. Um, okay. And so she has she left Markovia with a lot of hate and anger towards her father and the fact that she was an illegitimate daughter, which to be fair, very well placed anger because he's a bit of a fucking dickhead. He's not no devil is too charming, he's an arsehole. No. No, he's a yeah. Oh, yeah. He did the dirty. You got to live with the fucking consequences, like. But when she was uh, fifteen years old, she decided that she would use her powers in America to do illegitimate work for people. Maybe some sort of assassination, some crimes. Because oh, was, like, I was, <laughs> I was thinking she was gonna like help out on a building site. Like no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Like she's got a lot of anger and hate. She's got superpowers, so she's like, I right. can make a lot of money from doing this. I mean, I guess if you have someone that can control rock or the earth, that's pretty good in a fucking heist. Yeah, and so her criminal life. Basically, she was always hired out by the assassin so an assassin would hire her out after being hired for a job so say you get hired to kill children and you're like I'm an assassin but I don't want to do it you would then give her a cut you would give her the money half and she'll do the job for you because they have the reputation of like they have the contracts and stuff like that and then she will actually do the dirty work she she will get to half the contract but remain unknown right yeah, she she's like real bad, right? Remember I said, comic book terror, complete bitch. Right? Yeah. All the way through. Right? She's um, never redeemed. <laughs> never redeemed, right? But uh, her criminal life led her to accept a contract that had been declined by Deathstroke himself. and Ooh, world's greatest assassin and- Deathstroke. He's famous assassin Deathstroke, and he's going to come in big time into this story. Um, okay. And so if you if you haven't read the Judas contract, you don't know where this is going. If you have, you know exactly where this is going. Uh, so he was um, had a contract to kill an African king. Tara decided to come close to the king and his family and basically became friends with all of them because she's only 15, 16, 15. She's very yeah. young looking. Um, she's not perceived as a threat, basically. And she becomes friends with maybe one of the children and then that's how she gets inside. Sinister. And, you know, very sinister. Um, and then she ends up killing the king, uh, like the contract oh. wanted. However, during the mission, Tara and Deathstroke had an affair while she was doing it. Sorry, can I... Mm, what? Mm. Yeah. She, S- 16-year-old Tara. He... Yeah. Is... He... Mm, he fought in Vietnam, right? Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And, <laughs> He's about right. 40. Oh, no. Actually, no, he has de-aging stuff, so yeah, nobody knows what age No, but he's still a fucker. He's still age. Like, he still has been on the earth for a few to years. To quote Marv Wolfman and George Perez, Pe- Perez is quoted as saying that she was created. Uh, I'm going I'm to leave out a line that he said. Further, she was illustrated to look young and also elfin, so that she... Uh, when she's shown as having been in bed with Deathstroke and dressed very provocatively, there's a visual shock factor once you see that. So I, it's literally done on purpose for the shock factor of what you just displayed. That, I don't like that though. Mm. They could have, like, it, uh, she doesn't have to be 16 for that shock factor to be a thing. That also doesn't have to be a thing. <laughs> True. Oh, it doesn't. But like, I'm just telling you the logic behind what they were doing. Um, okay, what year was this that this was happening? Not that that makes it better. But it's uh, 1984. Uh, it's a very 90s move. It is a very <laughs> early 80s. 90s move. 
Um, so he invited her to become his partner on a vendetta against the new Teen Titans. So now they're romantically involved and they're together, Sean. Um, and he says, I've she got She could contract. be one of the Teen Titans. She's the same age. I've got... Oh, well, Sean, this is great that you haven't read the comic. Um, so <laughs> so I, he's like, I've got this contract. i got to kill all the Titans. And, you know, you're very good and you, you're 16. I could use you. You're I'll, perfect. I'll kill a kid. I'll have sex with a kid. I, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'll kill any kid. Right? <laughs> so Tara decides to accept the offer and takes the code name Terra, uh, which is T E R R A. Um, at Very the same close time, to her her actual name, though. To be fair, pretty close. Yeah, and at the same time, she and Deathstroke invented a story that involved Tara being a prisoner of terrorists. And now we come on to Tales of the Teen Titans number forty two to start of the Judas contract because it was a four-part storyline originally printed um, in 1984 and is probably, I mean, one of the most important DC stories of all time. It's the story that put the Teen Titans on the map. and I know of it. it. I don't know the ins and outs of the story. Well, the fact you know of it is testament to the fact that it's that famous. Uh, Right, okay. Yeah, it's like... um be the equivalent of like a civil war in Marvel. Yeah, it's it's known because of how famous it is and how much it did in that one right. story. Um, so, like, I I also have to reveal the big twist, but you know what's coming uh, because Beast Boy. Uh, he this the synopsis is that. Uh, oh, also, by the way, in the Judas contract, that was where we would find out Deathstroke, the Terminator's backstory as well. So it's right, all in okay. that story. So when we did the Deathstroke report, all of that, or the, like 60% of it, comes from the Judas contract story itself. Okay, so yeah, all of his background and the, the experiments and stuff and his, yeah. his wife and his handler kind of situation. Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, and so Beast Boy, uh, he basically, he one day just decide he sees Terra and it's just this 16-year-old girl in New York and um, she's around the Statue of Liberty and she's using her powers. Uh, trying to, She tries to destroy the Statue of Liberty, I think. Um, okay. And he's like, why are you using your powers for that? Like, you could be good. And Beast Boy has a bit of a crush on um, Terra immediately. Oh, so okay. he's like, why don't you come join my gang? Like, you could, we could totally help you out. She's like, I'm just a 16 year old. I've got no family. I've got no friends. I just. And he's like, perfect. You'll fit right in. <laughs> you'll fit right in. We're all fucking orphans, right? <laughs> it was soon after joining that um, Beast Boy basically starts to have romantic feelings, which may have blinded him to how easy it was to get her to join. Yeah. This, this superpowered person, just 16 year old, is just in New York and just turns up one day and is like, I've got nowhere else to go. What a quiggy. Like, you found me. Um, would would Beast Boy have been the only one that would have invited her back? Like Robin, I'm assuming wouldn't. Have. Um, Even Dick Grayson, I feel like. Would so be this like, is Dick Grayson, Robin. Yeah, but yeah. This is also at the exact moment in comics when Robin is no longer exists and Nightwing doesn't exist because right. Nightwing Sean was introduced in the D- Judas contract as well. Um, I see. I <laughs> you see, see how how important all of this God, is. It's a very um, Pivotal story to DC. <laughs> Marv Wolfman, smart man. <laughs> George Ferris, smart <laughs> man. Um, so, um, yeah, so Beast Boy invites her back and is like, you can come join our gang. 
and it was also during this time that she also reunited with her half-brother Geoforce when the teen, new Teen Titans and Batman and the Outsiders confronted the Fearsome Five together in a storyline. And they were like, well, right. Geoforce is good. And, like, she's related she to Geoforce. Powers. Sister. Same powers. It's perfect. And it'd be great, because she's a bit younger than him, and we can have her in our team, and he could be in the Batman and the Outsiders team. It's fucking perfectly set up. From a publication standpoint, did the readers know she was working with Deathstroke at this time? Um, No. I don't think so. I'm, That's I'm a trying really to remember. It's been a few years. Yeah. I, know, I know the reveal comes in a certain scene later on, and I'm trying to remember... If it happens before, maybe it does. Maybe, no, maybe it, it does get revealed slightly before that. Um, so it, it bit, the Judas contract shortly begins. Dick Grayson and Wally West have officially retired from active service. Dick Grayson's right. at a complete loss, doesn't know what he is because he's not Robin and he hates Batman and he doesn't want to be Robin, but he doesn't know who he is. And so he's just like, what the fuck am I? And he and still it, wants to help people. and Existential like, crisis, Dick Grayson. Um, and so he's no longer calling himself Robin, but he's still involved in Titan's activity and he's still like running the, the centre. He's like sending them on missions, but he's not going himself. Um, and the, root, the group's most recent protege, Terra Markov, is not a full-fledged Titan, but has certainly won the heart and mind of Beast Boy. Um, none of the Titans suspect that she has been secretly spying on them on behalf of her partner, Deathstroke the Terminator. Um, Terra has been feeding Terminator important information regarding the Titans, including their secret identities, their fears, what Jesus. their worst situations would be, um, their weaknesses. Beast Boy uh, just fucking invited her in. Yeah. Like, just let her in yeah. by the hand. Like Because, like, why would you think that? Because Deathstroke's a bastard, right? So during a training exercise, the t- Titans begin to learn how mentally unstable she actually is, as after enduring numerous playful jokes from G- Beast Boy, she unleashes, unleashes a massive attack that nearly cripples him. The other Titans calm her down, but it's Raven who realises that there's something seriously wrong with this girl, because Raven can sense that shit, and she's yeah. like, and obviously Raven and Beast Boy also go on to have like a romantic connection in the comics. But at this point, I even don't, I don't even think this is jealousy. I think she's just like, she's fucking mad because I'm, I'm part of a demon. And even I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm getting bad vibes from her. So <laughs> yeah, like Etrigan, the demons inside of me. Right. Um, so once Terra acquires all the information she needs, she informs Deathstroke, who then systematically takes down each one of the Titans one by one. He first strikes at the apartment penthouse shared by Donna Troy and Corey Anders, Starfire. Um, mm-hmm. he Dumbest incapac- name in the world, by the way. <laughs> Corey Anders. <laughs> he incapacitates Corey with a high-yield le- bomb. And then he renders Donna unconscious with a gas mixture. Uh, So he knocks the two of them out. He then takes out Cyborg by electrifying a chair in his apartment. The high voltage shorts out Vic's systems long enough for Deathstroke to collect him as well. So he takes out the whole team, right? Yeah. He, um, He takes out Beast Boy because he gives him like something that is poisoned. And it basically makes him unconscious. He eats something that's poisoned, makes him unconscious. He's out. It's right? probably the least involved one. Just put food least in front involved of Beast one, but he's Boy. Like, Beast Boy's a fucking it. idiot. 
he'll just eat it it's fine uh, the last person that he tries to take out is the person who's not even a superhero anymore but Mr. Richard Grayson who he knows is important to the team so he's like well I'm yeah. going to leave him to last he doesn't even have powers who gives a shit Oh, it's um, a classic move of underestimating the Batman yeah. character. He doesn't even have an outfit. He doesn't even have a costume anymore. He doesn't even have he's a just, name anymore. He's like. just Dick Grayson. He's walking around in jeans, right? Um, and so... What are fucking um, tight jeans, though, aren't they? Oh, they are tight. <laughs> They're tight. <laughs> he then tries to take down Dick Grayson at his apartment. So he turns up at the apartment, surprises Dick, and just tries to take him in. But is surprised when the one non-powered Titan manages to elude him. And he can't understand what's happened. Outstanding. Um, um, frustrated, um, he goes to the Hamptons, and that's when he gets Beast Boy. So he, he's frustrated by Dick Grayson. Like, Fuck this, right? I'm going to go get Beast Boy and get him in. So with everyone but one of the Titans captured, he brings them back to the Rocky Mountain headquarters and his employers, the Hive. So the Hive are like this overarching evil organization. They hire Deathstroke to kill the Titans, basically. Right. Are they like Hydra? Um, yeah, cool. for this for this report to make it simple, yes, <laughs> they are villains basically. Oh, bad dudes, right? Cool. Um, so they just they hired Deathstroke, which I mean implies they're bad people at the moment. But they hired him to kill the Titans because the Titans keep stopping them from doing crimes. Wow, how dare those children! <laughs> so Deathstroke brings everyone but uh, Dick Grayson to the to the cave and is just like I'm. I'm after completing my contract. Um, and my the contract, contract that he can, the The Judas But <laughs> the thing is, his son Grant, do you remember from the report? Yes. Estro- yes. Grant I do died. This. But Grant's contract that he was with was the Teen Titans contract. Yes. So Grant takes up the Teen Titans contract. He dies. Slade is like, I'm going to take it over and I'm going to complete that contract I'm for my dead this. son. I'm getting revenge. Um, yeah. Um, but Hive criticise him for failing to bring them Robin. So these are just like, you forgot you forgot one. Why did you forget Objectively one? the most important one. <laughs> so meanwhile, Dick Grayson, having discovered that all of his former teammates have been captured, returns to Titan's Tower. There he is gre- greeted by Slade Wilson's Soup. wife, Adeline ah. Kane. Um, the Terminator, sorry, ex-wife at this point. She Rest. introduces him to her mute son, Joey, Otherwise known as Jericho. Um, yes, we've talked about Jericho tell- before. You have heard of Jericho. So Adeline tells Dick that Terry is a traitor to the team. She's betrayed them all and they're all captured because of her and has been secretly working with her husband since the moment the Titans first met her. Um, Dick is incredulous at first, but then he slowly starts to believe the story. Um, after she provides him a comprehensive history on Slade Wilson and all of those past and how he became the Terminator, and that's we how go. we get the backstory. Nice. Um, Adeline's son Joey, who is a mutant from birth, uh, he has the power to possess people. I've actually done a report on Jericho. Very cool character. He's able to just transfer his his uh, yeah. soul. I suppose soul, Con- I soul and consciousness kind of consciousness. thing. It's a, consciousness yeah. is their word. He's able to transfer his consciousness to other beings, um, and he's eager to help Dick rescue the Titans. So, realizing that he can never truly retire from superheroing, Dick adopts a new costume and identity and calls himself Nightwing, and then brings Joey along and says, "Fuck it, we're going to the Hive headquarters because Adeline just told them where it was." Nice. Nice. And is it there? Like, because Nightwing is 
Superman gave him the name, right? Isn't that a thing? Or is that I, in newer the, comics? He gave him the name, but the costume is here. I think I think it's retroactively Superman gives him the name. I think that's right, in a Nightwing okay. annual. Um, I, I don't know which annual it's in, but I know it's it's in a story that it's it's retroactively that Superman gave him the idea. Yeah. Cool, cool, um, cool, cool. And now he's on a warpath. So, so Nightwing and Jericho go to the hive base. Um, they sneak into the facility and discover that all the Titans have been strapped to a giant machine, which is slowly siphoning away their life energy. Perfect Love villain it. story. Love it. Why um, not just siphon it all at once? <laughs> why not? Don't do it. Slowly, I say. Nightwing and Jericho fight through the horde of hive shock troops, but are eventually captured. So they get captured as well. Mm-hmm. The Terminator is very surprised. The the Deathstroke is very surprised to see his son with the Titans. He didn't even know, like, he hadn't seen his son in years. And um, he tries to bargain with Hive to let him go. He's like, you can keep the rest of them, but, Je- like, he's not, Joey's not paradise. Like, you gotta yeah, let Joey go. You um, gotta let Joey go, come on. <laughs> he, he wasn't part of the original contract, come on now. Uh, the Hive refuses, however, and Jericho takes this opportunity to possess his own father. So he releases it. They don't know that he has this power. He releases it. He takes over Termin- uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. And using Deathstroke's body, he frees the other Titans and begins fighting Hive. But Terra is still here and Terra doesn't actually know that Joey or Jericho has this power so it looks to her like Deathstroke has just turned on her and right. all and of the hives the, the, the mission betrayed them all for his son who now she's like he thinks his son who he hasn't spoken to is more important to me who uh, me and him are like a romantic item how yeah, fucking which is still pretty he? fucked. Like, but yeah, still. still pretty fucked. But in her head, she's like, "My father betrayed me, and now Deathstroke has betrayed me. I don't give a fuck about any of these people. I'm willing to kill everyone here." Yeah, and she nearly like severely injured Beast Boy just in like a training exercise. So she, now, don't she yeah. actually has motivation behind her? So she thinks that his affection for Joey makes him weak and she loses complete control of her sanity and yearns for nothing more than the death of everyone in the room. Um, Beast Boy refuses to believe that Terra has gone bad and is certain that this Deathstroke has brainwashed her because Beast, Beast Boy is still a good person to the very end and is just like, she must have been brainwashed. Wants to see the best in everyone, but Jesus, exactly. take a um, hint. Terra's powers rage out of control until finally she causes a mountain of earth and debris to collapse down from the ceiling, um, trying to basically pile everyone into debt, right? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, everyone who's important, Deathstroke and all the Titans, they get away. And she ends up killing herself in the process. Jesus. Yeah. That's the so end she'd of ra- she She'd rather bring the mountain down on top of herself that she's that angry she's lost control of that much of her powers fuck so yeah there was, so in the comics there was no saving her she was always just going to no so um way. so how it was written was the fact that uh perez is actually quoted saying that she was created to be a traitor and to have a finite ex- existence so right. she's created with the exact thing to be a traitor to cause all of these story plot points and then die that is kind of refreshing in a character to be like, no, 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 
they exist to serve a purpose and then we're never like we're not oh, doing sure, they brought else. her back multiple times oh since, I'm so fully sure but, but from her inception you could have left it there and it would have been fine oh yeah once, once Wolfman and Perez stepped away the next writer was like the Judas contract sold loads of fucking issues let's have Why that comic book cover of that. Tara coming back because everyone will love that everyone will universally love that yeah, um, the Titans bring Terra's body back to New York for the burial. Uh, the funeral service is small and only the Titans and the Outsiders are in attendance. Then the Titans let Terra's brother Geoforce believe that she actually died heroically while fighting the Hive. That's um, kind of sweet. It's kind of like nice. that. Um, so that is the end of the Judas contract. But you can understand even from those issues. By the way, just to reiterate, um, it is... A four-part storyline, um, four issues, and a then lot all happens. that. Like, because what? Are, like, how long is a comic in pages? Like, what? Like twenty, thirty, depending. Yeah. Uh, like that's a lot of ground to cover, and a lot of fucking seminal moments to just have appear. Well, like, Deathstroke the character, Nightwing the character, and Deathstroke's uh, hatred and rivalry with the Teen Titans is born in four issues. Like it's. And given massive depth because of the betrayal and everything. Yeah, and they still have time to set up a backstory for Terra herself. Yeah. And everything like this. Exactly. Um, so Terra. I assume it, you're dealing with Nightwing's, like, fucking crisis as well. Like, oh yeah. all that emotional he's involved, stuff. Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't know. I don't have any place in the world. What's going on? Um, so, in terms of powers and abilities, Terra has the ability of geokinesis, exhibiting psychokinetic control over the earth and minerals or minerals while she can control massive amounts of earth and rock shaping it to her will she has also revealed an incredible amount of fine control making artistic shapes or even transmuting raw materials into different crystalline forms um so she her her primary forms of mobility include flying on a rock platform or extremely quick tunneling so she can basically just control all sorts of earth yeah, like in uh, M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. Like the Earthbenders in that, correct? Yes, basically that, yeah. And that is my report on Terra, who got me to talk about the Judas Contract, which is also a very good story, and you should go read it. That's a ve- No, that is genuinely, that, that's a very good report. It's also a very good way of talking about a story arc through a character. I'm definitely mm. stealing that in the future. Because <laughs> I could have got into like the new 52 version or she came back in like 1992, but then they had like a different body, but they put her memories into the separate. Bo- I'm not interested worse. in that shit. So much like, worse. Nah, nah, nah. I, I want the original, even if she's a fucking awful person, at least let her live and die as an awful person. Yeah. And the fact that you set up so much other stuff and like you develop other characters in her story just kind of adds to it. Yeah, and also in she's in Young Justice, so she yeah, is. So everyone should watch Young Justice, guys. It's really up, good. <laughs> she's in Young Justice. Sean, <laughs> that is the end of my report. Would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News. Next Friday, I'll be doing a Hero or Zero, and we'll do movie stuff eventually. Uh, big mm. thank you to everyone over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. If you want to support us over there, check out the Star Wars review. It's real, real good. We had a lot of fun doing it. There's also Detective Divilman's discussion group on Facebook. Twitter's at Heroes for Hire Pod. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. Uh, TikTok is also Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. 
Kim so, so I can I can show me. I shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.